Here we go. Hey guys, welcome to Pursuing Jesus podcast. My name is Shane Winnings. This is episode 22, and I'm going to talk about deception. I've titled this, Do Not Be Deceived. Don't you yourself be deceived, and don't be deceived by others. I'm recording this while also live on Instagram. This is the first time we've done a live episode of the podcast. And so first, I want to thank you for listening um, and I want to invite you guys to partner with us. The way that we do everything that we do is by generosity. Um, literally, we are unpaid missionaries, and so we don't get paid by an organization or a company. Um, I don't get paid from this podcast. It's only because of people that generously support our families, and we have a, a team of donors who believe in us. And so I'm, I'm simply asking those who have followed our ministry, who love what we're doing, who love the content that we put out, would you consider a $5 a month donation? You can do that at the link in my bio on this podcast. You can click support this podcast and choose a $5 a month gift or a greater or less, whatever is on your heart to give. You can also give at shanewinnings.com. Just hit the give button. Um, again, all of this is free. You're listening to this for free. Everything that I do is free, and we just believe the Lord's going to provide, and He has. So I want to put that out there. We are trying to raise $10,000 for ministry events that we're doing this year, um, putting on a conference in Miami, putting on a conference in Redding, California. I'm going to be traveling about 25 times um, throughout the year, and I'm going to be paying for a good amount of that. So if you want to help us, go and put on these free events. That's how you can do it. And of course, make sure you follow the podcast. You guys who are watching on Instagram live, the podcast is called Pursuing Jesus. You can find it also at the link in my bio or at Spotify, Apple, or Anchor. Uh, Just search for Pursuing Jesus. Make sure you turn on notifications so you get updates when I post a new episode like this one. Okay, let's talk about deception. There is a lot of deception going on right now. And it's really frustrating to me because, you know, I haven't talked about this um, too much. I I really am not a fan of, I don't know, I guess I just see a lot of pages of Christians, even baby Christians that are like, their ministry is based on calling other people out. And I will never do that. It's not my ministry. It's not what I do. I, I don't exist. My platform doesn't exist to tear other people down. But I will tear down demonic strongholds. And a stronghold is a wrong way of thinking. And we are called in the Bible to tear down strongholds. We are called in the Bible to protect the body of Christ, the sheep, from the wolves. And Jesus said there's going to be wolves that come in sheep's clothing. And there, there's a difference when we're talking about false teachers and false preachers. Now, there are people who are deceived they, they legitimately don't know, they're in deception, they're in a wrong way of thinking, and they need someone to wake them up so that they can see, hey, you're, you're deceived. Because listen, when you're deceived, you don't know that you're deceived. That's why you need to be surrounded with godly counsel, you need to be surrounded with people who can be trusted, with people who know the Lord, who love the Lord, and can call you out if you're doing something crazy and say, hey, I think you're in deception. Let's go to the Bible. Let's see what the Bible says. Let's see what God is saying. That is why you need godly counsel around you. Um, So there's people who are deceived and don't know it. Then there's other people who intentionally deceive, and they do this for uh, bad reasons. They do this for pride. They do this to gain fame. They do this to gain money. 
they're deceiving people in order to get something from them. And that is a wrong heart position, clearly. Um, and that's horrible. Now, there are people who are deceived who don't know it, and because of pride, they will not receive any type of correction. So you could go to someone who's in deception and say, hey, I think you're off a little bit here and here. Let's look at the Bible. I love you. I want to help you. And they can, in pride, resist you. And from that point on, they are now intentionally choosing to continue what they're doing, even despite having been offered godly counsel, godly correction, godly guidance. And that is a scary place to be. Humility will keep you from being deceived. When you stay before the Lord, when you get on your knees in your prayer closet, when you surround yourself with with people who love God and walk with Him and stay in the Word, and you say, guys, please help me. If you ever see anything crazy, call it out. I want to stay humble. I want to walk with the Lord. I never want to be in deception. Please help me to stay close to God. That is a great place to be. And some of the issues that I've seen have been small at first, and I've chosen not to address them, but now I feel that tug, that responsibility. Even Paul, listen, Paul wrote letters to the church. He even said this, who bewitched you to one of the the churches? Who has bewitched you? He's saying, who has tricked you into believing a different gospel than the one that I originally preached you? And, and so look at this as a digital letter to those who are following me. Just like Paul wrote letters to his churches trying to keep them walking on the narrow path. That's what all preachers are doing and pastors and everything like that. They're trying to keep people running towards God. And so Paul wrote letters and now we have Instagram Live. And so look at this as a digital letter for anyone who follows me where I'm just pleading and urging with you to stay near to Christ to avoid deception, and to avoid the trend of these rising stars in Christianity. Because there are so many Christians that are rising up in, in, in fame and celebrity and all these things, and they should not be followed. And again, right now I'm not naming anyone. Um, I'm going to call out some wrong doctrines, and I want to teach you to be able to know when something is off to be able to know when deception is happening. So if I teach you, if I tell you, hey, don't follow this person, the the best thing that could happen is you're just going to go unfollow them. That's not going to help you at all. But if I say, hey, here are some ways to identify deception. Now you have the right perspective. You can go to God. You can get in the Word. And as you're going through your day, as you're scrolling, as you're watching things, you can begin to go, oh my gosh, that seems off to me. I remember what Shane said, here it is in the Bible, God, what are you saying? And now you're going to begin to discern. That's what I want you to do. So first thing is first, we need to steer clear of all of those who promote self. Now listen, it's not always going to be obvious. People aren't I I don't know anyone online who is a Christian preacher who's like, hey, I'm amazing. I I can actually think of one person who has done something like that. They they promote themselves literally, like they'll wear a a t-shirt with their own name on it that says like they're amazing. That's the only thing I can think of, and that's just someone who's dealing with pride. So it's not always obvious, but it might sound like this. The Holy Spirit is not enough. Jesus is not enough. You need an anointing. You need authority. 
Jesus isn't enough. You need power. You need authority. Demons don't leave at the name of Jesus, which is what the Bible says. Demons don't leave at the name of Jesus. They need authority to cast them out. Demons leave at authority. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Not only is it blasphemous, but it makes you someone to be praised. It makes you someone to receive glory from man. It subtly says this, look at me. I'm walking in this prestigious level of authority. Look at me. I have anointing. No one else can do what I'm doing. This is a new thing that God is doing, and it's only for me. That's deception. That's manipulation. That's a lie. You see, when coded in Christian language, it can sound correct. It can even look right at a glance, but discernment is going to show you that you're stealing glory from God and you're exalting yourself and you're exalting your own ability to have authority. It becomes about the anointing. It becomes about the authority. It becomes about your walk with Christ instead of Christ. It is Christ alone where the authority comes from to cast out demons and to heal the sick and to cleanse lepers and to raise the dead and to do all of these things. It's only by the Holy Spirit that we can even say that Jesus Christ is the Messiah and the Son of God. We can't even say that on our own. So what makes us think that our authority and our anointing is what causes demons to flee? When we can't even say a phrase without the help of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you about authority. The only authority that I have is from beholding Jesus. Beholding, looking at him. Looking at Jesus, gazing at Jesus, staring at Jesus. Let me give you an example. Jesus rebuked the disciples in the Bible because they could not cast a demon out of a boy. He said that they had become perverted and twisted in their minds and prayed from fleshly places. Jesus rebuked them and he called them to behold God. He called them to behold God by fasting and praying to get rid of unbelief. You can look it up. It's the, the boy who was being thrown into the fire. The demon was giving him seizures. Jesus rebuked them. Jesus said this, When you see the way I see, you'll do what I do. Jesus did not say this, Increase your anointing, my disciples. Increase in your authority. Be my chosen people. Do a new thing, and you'll do what I do. He didn't say that. He said, You guys have become twisted and perverted. And because of your unbelief, this boy was not healed. The demon was not cast out. You need to fast and pray. You need to actually lay down everything about your carnal tendencies, your human nature, your, the earthly wisdom that is driving you. You need to get rid of all of that. You need to fast and pray. Behold God with the right perspective so that when you pray, that demon will leave. He said nothing about anointing or authority. Ever. 
It's about God being magnified and glorified. When people can praise you for the level of authority and anointing that you walk in, that is a scary place. You might give glory to Jesus, but in reality, everyone else is giving you the glory. You're stealing it from him. Now listen, I, I love to get alone with God every day. And as a result of my relationship with God and beholding him, my faith will rise and I will believe in him. And Jesus, Jesus said, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that our faith doesn't matter. I've literally preached that our faith matters because Jesus preached that faith matters. How do I know? Jesus said, you can ask anything in my name without doubting and it shall be done. So he puts an emphasis and says, doubt is what can keep something from happening. If you ask in a place of faith, it will be done. Jesus said, say to the mountain, move and it shall be moved. Nothing's impossible with God if you believe. So he's given us the great privilege to believe in him. He's given us the privilege to believe him. And how do we believe him? By beholding him, by looking at him in the face, by spending time with him. And when we see the way he sees, our minds will not be corrupted with fleshly things. We will do the things that he does. Why? Because it's him working through us. Jesus said this, I can do nothing of myself. Jesus Christ, like Jesus Christ said that, I can do nothing of myself. He said, it's the Father in me who does the works. It's the Father in me. Jesus gave glory to the Father, literally said, I can't do anything. Jesus didn't say, well, it's not just God, guys. I also have authority. Jesus didn't say, it's not just the Holy Spirit, guys. I have an anointing. He never said that. So where did we get that language? Because it wasn't from God and it wasn't from the Bible. I can say it's all God all day. I, I can do all of these things and say, yep, it's all God. But if my heart position and my motive is impure and it's for self, it's going to get revealed. And the Bible says that God is the one who searches the heart and he looks at the intentions. He doesn't, he's not satisfied with just what you say. Oh, you say that I get the glory? Okay, great. No, he looks at your motive and he can say, you gave me the glory with your mouth, but your heart was absolutely for yourself. Even in the Bible, God said, there are people that have profaned my name all day long. There are people that have made me look horrible all day long. Why? Because their lips confess me, but their hearts are far from me. It's about the heart position. I can say glory to God, but be in false humility, which is pride. And I can want everyone to honor me in my ability, my anointing, my gifting, but I can say, hey, glory to God, glory to God, but I'm getting all of that praise. Now, I could either be deceived or I could be deceiving. But it's the heart that God looks at. And so Jesus never, ever says, find in there where Jesus says, it's my authority, it's my anointing, it's because of my faith. No. He says, I can do nothing of myself. It's the Father in me who does the works. And he gives glory to the Father. Jesus humbled himself. Jesus was constantly beholding the Father and giving him glory. Jesus came to reveal 
the Father, that he might receive glory, honor, and praise. Many today come to reveal their gifting so that they can receive glory, honor, and praise. And they subtly and publicly give praise to God. But it's fake. It's play acting. It's not real. When you come in your own name, but you say it's for God, it's not real. Here's another problem. Worshiping and glorifying the anointing and not the one who anoints is idolatry. Glorifying and worshiping an anointing, but not the one who alone anoints is idolatry. An anointing is a gift from who? God. So why do we worship and glorify the gift instead of the giver of the gift? As soon as your ministry becomes about your gifting instead of the giver of the gift, you're in trouble. And this is what I want to say to you guys. Be careful what you're watching online. Be careful who you're following online. Really listen to what people are saying. Don't just like a video and keep scrolling. Don't just listen to a couple of words and say, oh, I, I like what they're saying. Guys, I have seen a lot of my friends that are, that are following people who are in horrible deception and speaking blasphemy, and they probably have no idea. I look at some videos with likes, and some of my friends are liking these videos, and they are completely filled with blasphemy. I have friends that have liked a video where the person said, it is not just the Holy Spirit. We also must have authority. Demons do not leave simply at the Holy Spirit. They need, they leave because of authority. That is not in the Bible. You know what is in the Bible? The disciples coming to Jesus and they were marveling because demons left at his name. Listen, if someone is marveling because something happened, do you think that they are walking in like authority? Like, okay, if someone prays for the sick and then they get surprised when they get healed, do you think that person had authority when they prayed? Do you think that person had confidence in the Lord and had faith and knew that it was going to happen? There's no way. And I'm, listen, I'm not condemning anyone. I'm making a point here. If you pray for the sick and you're surprised when they get healed, you revealed right away that you weren't walking in confidence and faith. That's okay. We all have different levels of belief. The first guy that ever got healed that I prayed for, I was like, oh my gosh, it worked. <laughs> But I revealed right there my level of faith, and, and, and I saw that God will move regardless of how much I believe or not believe, because it's about God. It's about the name of Jesus. So when the, these disciples, they come back, and they're marveling, they're like, Jesus, even the demons flee at your name, like, whoa, that's not someone that's walking in authority and in an anointing that they have stewarded and grown, and they're just, they're in their lane. No, these are guys that Jesus said, hey, I've given you all power. Go out and do this thing. And they did it, and they're like, oh my gosh, it really works. And then Jesus even says, hey, don't even marvel at that. Marvel that your names are in the book of life. 
Okay, so it's not about your authority and your understanding of your anointing and being able to like tap into your anointing and you're the guy or you're the girl with the anointing. That's not it at all. It's the name of Jesus. Demons leave in the name of Jesus. Sickness leaves in the name of Jesus. And it's because of the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said, it is not me who does anything. I can't do anything on my own. Guys, this is Jesus Christ, the guy who died for our sins, our Savior, our Messiah, said, I can't do anything without God. So what makes us think that we can do anything without God? Or flip that, because you might say, well, I would never say I can do anything without God. But you might try to add something to God. And when you try to add something to God's power, you're also in deception. Oh, no, 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 I can't do anything without God, but the Holy Spirit alone isn't enough to cast a demon out. It needs my authority. It needs my understanding of the anointing. That's a lie, and that might not seem like a big deal to you, but what happens is it begins to put an emphasis on the anointing. It begins to put an emphasis on the authority, and all of a sudden, you as the viewer, you as the follower, begin to exalt this person because of their anointing. Now, they might be pointing to God, but they are putting an emphasis on the anointing. And so all of a sudden, you are elevating this person. Wow, look how anointed they are. Look how much authority they have. Wow, they're so amazing. God is not getting any of that glory right there. Everything you just said gave them glory, honor, and praise. And that's a scary place to be because you might not realize that you're doing it. And so I'm begging you guys, please pay attention to the content that is on social media. Like I said, if you're here for dirt or gossip, I don't have it for you. I'm not here to drop names. I'm here to give you some tools so that you can be scrolling and really listening so you can go, hey, something's off here. Something is off here. Now, listen, I have prayed and I've seen people healed and I say, man, God did this. God healed you. I just got introduced to, pre- to preach the other day. And they said, give it up for Shane. And I hate that. I love my friend. He introduced me. I love him. But I, hate, I, don't, I don't like being clapped for. And so all I can do is get up there and say, give it up for God. Give it up for God. You're not here to listen to me. You're here hoping that God's going to say something through me. And I'm up there hoping that God says something through me. It's about God. If I were to get up there and say, man, you know, God's just given me this anointing and this authority and and I'm just here to exercise that, I'm making it about my gift instead of the giver of gifts. And so as you watch content, wonder, look, question, does this bring glory to God? Does this bring glory to that person? Does this isolate a person? Does this make a person the exception, and steer far away from anyone that does not include other people in what they're doing, that says, hey, this is only for me. This is my gifting. This is my anointing. God's doing a new thing. You, you, you know, this is how it, what I'm telling you. Look in the Bible. Don't even take my word for it. Don't, don't even listen to this. I pray when I end this video, don't go, wow, I know about not being deceived. Shane gave me a great teaching. Like, I'm going to go practice it. No, don't even take my word for it. Go get in the Bible. 
If you have time to watch this video, you probably have time to read the scriptures. Go find in the Bible where Jesus ever said, hey guys, it's because of my anointing and my authority. You guys remember when I got baptized and the Spirit came over me? Well, I'm walking in a heightened level of authority and anointing. I've been growing in that because I've been spending time with the Lord. That's why this happened. No, Jesus didn't say that. He said, I can't do anything. I only do what God does. I only say what he says. And so when I'm out there, when I'm praying for the sick and they get healed, I say, man, God healed you today. I don't say, hey, Shane healed you. Follow me at Shane.Winnings on Instagram. I say, Shane, I say, <laughs> I say, God healed you today because God loves you. Isn't God amazing? Man, you should go home and just thank God for what he did. You should seek God, have a relationship with God. I don't even care if they know my name. There's so many people I've prayed for. I never even introduced myself. You know what I say? Hey, I'm a Christian and I just saw that you've got this, this cast. What, what happened? Oh, I hurt my ankle. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can I pray for you? God loves you and I believe he wants to heal you. I believe it's his will. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you. It's your will to heal. You are a healer. You're alive today. I pray that you would touch this ankle. I command it to be healed in Jesus' name. Okay, test it out. Boom, it's healed. That's because God's amazing. He's really real. He loves you. He healed you today. Come on, praise him. Give him your life. Go run after God. That's a whole conversation, a prayer for the sick. Someone got healed. They don't even know who I am. I don't have a business card. I don't have anything to give them. Do you get it? So why is it different when we're out on the stage or when we're out at a crusade or when we're doing whatever? Listen, I understand, like, you know, people knew who Paul was. They knew who Peter was. Like, I have a website. I'm not here saying, like, it's bad for people to know who you are. I'm saying, what's the motive and what are you pushing people towards? If you leave a meeting that I've held and you don't feel like God was the focus and you don't feel like you want to give your life to God and all you want to do is go find more of my content, then I have totally held a meeting that was all about me. And I pray that I've never done that. If my content only makes you want to watch more of my content, it's all about me. But if you listen to what I say, if you listen to my podcast, if you read my book and it makes you want to get alone with God, then I've done just a piece of what God has asked me to do. I pray that everything I do drives you into the secret place. That's why I'm always emphasizing it. But I had to make this video today and I had to do this podcast to help you stay clear of deception because it's not always obvious it's very slick, and that's why Jesus said it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's going to look like a sheep. It might sound like a sheep. It might walk with the other sheep, but it is not. So please keep your guard up. Keep yourself from deception by being surrounded by godly counsel and steer clear of people that will not accept any type of guidance because what happens is they surround themselves with yes people, and so they have a whole crew they have a whole posse of people that will just tell them yes. And the Bible says that pride comes before the fall. And I have seen it myself in the lives of people that pastored churches I went to and other situations. That pride came first and then there was a fall and it was a hard one. And I'll tell you that the further up you climb, the harder you're going to fall. But you can humble yourself and avoid that. 
Stay clear from those people. They are ticking time bombs. Please, as you are going through social media, examine what you're watching. Take it before the Lord. Take it to Scripture. Take it to people that can be trusted and say, is this weird? I feel funky about it. Something isn't right. It feels a little bit like self. And if that's all I can do to help you avoid deception, then I've done my job. Listen, it's not Christ in me plus the anointing. It's not Christ in me plus the authority. No. It's Christ in me, the hope of glory. What does that mean? The hope of glory means glory means God being realized, being revealed to the world. Christ in me is the hope of God being revealed. Christ in me should create in you a hope and God comes and he reveals himself to be true and you want to pursue God. It's Christ in me. The hope of glory has nothing to do with me. I even prayed for a girl the other night and I said, guys, watch this. God's going to heal this girl. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with him because he's the healer and he loves this girl. And I prayed, you can watch the video. I said, Father, I thank you that it's your will to heal this girl and that you love her. I command this knee to be healed right now in Jesus' name. Amen. That was the whole prayer. She got radically healed from a torn meniscus. That's God. It's not Shane. It's not the anointing. It's not my authority. The only authority I even have is from God who's given it to me. We got to get our priorities straight. Anyways, I could go on forever. I hope this helped. And um, thanks for watching. This was, again, the first live episode of Pursuing Jesus. I want to encourage you, if this if this helps you, share it. When I upload it to the podcast here in about a half hour, share it. Share the podcast. Like it. Review it if it helped you. If it didn't, hey, let me know why not and how I can do better. Um, I always want to improve. Also, if you guys didn't know, I have a book that I wrote. It's only $10. It's called I Will Always Overcome. It's a nine-week devotional, and it is designed to help you grow in your faith. Every day has a, a scripture, then a little breakdown of that scripture, and then a prayer. That's it. And uh, it should take you about five minutes a day. And it will take you from a place of fear and worry and anxiety to faith because it is all filled with scripture, and those prayers lead you to get alone with God and to continue to pray. And uh, you can go check it out on Amazon, search I Will Always Overcome book, or on my website, shanewinnings.com. Read the reviews. Don't take my word for it. There's like 50-something reviews. You can read them for yourself of how people are saying it's helping them in their faith. It's making them want to get closer to Jesus. That's the whole goal. I'm not here to sell a book. I'm here to help you get closer to God. And so that's why I wrote it. It's also available on Kindle, an ebook. Um, I want to promote... An amazing university, Faith International University. You can find that again at the link in my bio, faithiu.edu. They're an incredible Bible college. They're accredited. And what's cool is, say you've already started a degree somewhere, you can finish it at Faith. You can transfer the credits. Or you can start your degree there from scratch. You can get a bachelor's, a master's, a PhD. They're an awesome school. But here's the best part. And many of our missionaries are in the program right now. The homework is due at the end of the week, and you get to choose when you go to class. It's online. Unless you live in Tacoma, Washington, you can go online, and you go at your own pace. So for those of you like me who are really busy, 
you can schedule when you go to class, you can schedule when you do your work, when you turn in your assignments and your tests. It's amazing. So check it out, faithiu.edu. Lastly, there's a stadium event on September 3rd. We are gathering. I'm calling on 50,000 people. I'm calling on 1,000 youth and parents from every state to come represent at Riders Field in Frisco, Texas. It's a free event. All you got to do is get yourself down here on September 3rd. It's going to be One Voice Student Missions with the Jesus Clubs. That's the missionary group I'm a part of. Lou Engel from The Call and Upper Room. Upper Room is incredible. We are all throwing down together to see this next generation come to Christ. Why are we meeting? Because 60 years ago, the courts took God in prayer out of schools. Did you know that kids used to pray a 22-word prayer every day, blessing their parents, blessing their teachers, blessing the government, and it got taken out by the courts? Ingle versus Vital, that was the court case. We're believing for a change and a move of God. That's why we're gathering. And finally, I want to pray for healing. If there's anyone on here who needs to be healed in their body, I want you to just hover your hand over that area. We are going to watch God do His thing. And I'm just going to pray, and we are going to end this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Let's pray. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name that you love us and that you sent your Son to die on the cross for our sins so that we could be redeemed and restored, not just our souls, but you said, Lord, in Romans, our physical bodies. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus, every sickness every limitation, every disorder, every pain would leave right now in Jesus' name. Be healed now in Jesus' name for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time.